Welcome to Bat and Spider episode 119. This week we watched The Devil Rides Out on... On... On my TV. We watch it on our TVs. First, we usually talk about, you know, what's what, yeah. you know, Holmes. <laughs> we're like, we're like a couple of uh, math teachers, you know, in the high school uh, lounge, you know, mm-hmm. yeah, blowing off some Just steam. trying to stay sane. Yeah. Just talk about something that's not those son of a bitch kids, you know, just, you know. Just breaking yeah. every piece of spirit <laughs> that you possess. Yeah. Just try and talk about something else. Just try and feel something else. You know, that's yeah. the part of the show. This is feeling something else because otherwise you'll go mad. You'll go, 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 go bananas. So Dale, how are you? How, what, what's, what's up with you? What's, uh, how are, what, how's tricks? You know, it's, uh, I'm glad you asked Chuck. Um, I mean, because boy, uh, <laughs> I don't know. The family's sick. The entire family's, well, oh. family's not sick enough, but the family's, you know, but there's some sickness in the house. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's just like every, everything is thrown off. I'm like, yeah. you know, I'm like, I'm like trying to watch DVDs during mm-hmm. working hours and like, I got to turn my chair around like an owl's <laughs> head to watch the DVD <laughs> portion of my, my room <laughs> and not watch my computer screen. So got that going on and i'm like constantly watching the front my office door to make sure you know kids aren't bursting in at at any moment seeing god god knows what they could see on tv i mean they could see the goat of mendy's you know that would be you know Mm -hmm. if they get the old eye bleach out you know emergency eye bleach you didn't see that right because once they see that they're they are under baphomet's spell that's right (laughs) you know and we were we were subdued for a while. We were talking about it before the episode. Yeah, yeah. Um, but you know what did I did I watch anything? Did wow, I watch are, anything? I mean, I me? can tell you what I. I know, right? Um, I actually watched. Yeah, yeah. Let's not get in. I mean, when you start talking about the things you did, Chuck, you go on for forty minutes. Confirmed because I edit these episodes. <laughs> um, because you you pack a lot in your that weeks. was too much. Look, that was like the I, only week out of the last three years I had a lot to say. I, that's true. Granted. So. Um, and, and I mean, so, you know. Oh, hold on. Get to the, uh, let me open up the old soundboard here. I'll just be quick. In other news. <laughs> wow. Didn't expect uh, this. You know, we, we talked off mic a couple weeks ago. Uh, you know, I, I've been, I've been sort of at, at, a, at a crossroads, a crisis trying to mm. find something to kind of sink my game time into. And, yeah. uh, you know, I, 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 I danced around the outer worlds. I danced around fallout 76, but I found myself back in the arms, the open arms. It was the Skyrim legendary edition. <sighs> and uh, I started a new character, Chuck. And uh, I recently became the Archmage of the College of Winterhold. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Wow. Thank you. Uh, yeah. Uh, that, was my, that was my mission. Come uh, level one, I started uh, a dark elf uh, named uh, Garibaldi. Garibaldi Del- the dark elf. <laughs> and uh, I, uh, yeah. Can you see your I, character? I went through the trials. Can you design your character? Yeah, I designed my character, and uh, you can see him if you go out in third person. You can play in third person if you want to. Oh, okay. To. Is, that, is that taboo, um, though? No, a lot of people do. I think oh, a lot okay. of people, uh, there's, there's quite, a, uh, quite a sizable audience that uh, um, will get motion sickness playing in first person in Skyrim oh. or Elder Scrolls. And I know, uh, you know, host of the Skyrimatic podcast and our friend, run Mike D mm. he plays in third person if, if I'm not mistaken um, but yeah so you know what it's been nice because I haven't had to think about trying to find that game I could spend some time on because Skyrim's there for me it's always there for me I gotta try this game I gotta try it yeah I mean yeah I you know yeah I, I, <laughs> you I, said I, that I, like like I, I just said hey I gotta come over to your house and try your bathtub out sometime 
Yeah, like, went, yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah. If that's we can work it out. We could talk about it. We could we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> Dale, I did yeah, notice no. see my limited knowledge of uh uh Skyrim and other games of the silk, but I did my phone my phone shows me headlines, all right? It thinks I'm into something. And maybe I am, maybe I'm not. It showed me a uh uh <laughs> It showed me a, a a headline for a new mod, a user created mod for Skyrim. Yeah, that incorporates uh-huh. the Nemesis system from Shadow of Mordor. Whoa! Apparently, this is a big deal. I guess people are big fans of the Nemesis system. That's hardcore. Uh, I don't really know the words I'm saying, but I thought it might be yeah. interesting to someone like you. Uh, that's interesting. I thank you for telling yeah. me that. That's that's a hell of an undertaking to incorporate something like that into the elder scrolls yeah Sounds the nemesis like system is pretty it's pretty genius um, i remember reading about it when i was i was yeah. thinking about diving into those two games this and i never did but yeah it sounded interesting i think one of those is on uh, game pass now oh really xbox i think and maybe two of them i i own one of them um the first one but you know what i just like I got into it and then something else captured my heart and my attention. You know, you, you got to get my attention. You got to keep it for mm. a torrid, a torrid amount of, you know, that the eight hours I can give you before something else comes out. Um, but yeah, so that's what I've been kind of spending my, like I've, I've even got back down into, you know, I, I know I'm kind of back with it with my soulmate. Cause I'm thinking about it when I'm not playing, you know what I mean? Like what I'm going to do next in the game. Oh yada 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 that's and you know recently since i kind of like i fell off a witcher you know i, I haven't had that yeah. magic yeah so you know it's good to be back it's how, to be how back big in, is uh, the skyrim. world in skyrim how big is it it's i mean it's skyrim's pretty big it's um you know if you were to not like fast travel mm-hmm. it would take you from one end to the map to the other it'd probably take you like 45 minutes real real world Wow. time wow i mean it's big and you you if you're just walking along not even on a quest you're gonna you're gonna come across things that are just happening in the world like a living breathing world people walking to and fro i gotta play this game on a minute it's it's pretty wild it's pretty wild maybe this is it say. maybe this is the next game i have to play i haven't been in a gaming mood but yeah it'll I hit mean, me and I'll, and I'll maybe maybe i should just finally sit down and play Skyrim. It's got to hit you. It don't play it on Switch, but it's got to hit you. Yeah, I think I own it on Steam, so it's like it's locked oh, and loaded. Oh yeah, because I okay. got it during some sale. So, um, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's exciting, Dale. I'm I'm so happy for you. Thanks, thanks. It feels good to just be back, be back where I belong. <laughs> um, um, what about you, buddy? Yeah, so I uh, I managed to watch some films, and I what I did is I I had the first. I think it's because they're, you know, we're we're getting a slight weather change up here in the Northeast. I can, I can, I got my first inkling of that fall feeling. Yeah. Anyway, fall Which means, is, I fall mean, it's means, crazy. It's August, August 11th, I know, August 12th. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And fall means Halloween. And I just got, for yeah. some reason, one of these nights I had that Halloween feeling. First oh. inkling of it. And I was feeling good. I was just, yeah. I was trying to soak in that moment and just be like, yeah, this is, uh, this is where I belong. This is much like Skyrim for you. This is like yeah. a good feeling, that crisp fall the good, good air and that those rotting yeah. leaves in the ground and right. um composting the earth. Yeah. So it and it and when it, back. Yeah. And uh, and and so when it, when I get that in that mood, I reach for one thing and that's my pile of Shout Factory <laughs> uh <laughs> <laughs> produced Universal Horror Collection, which are <laughs> sort of all the Universal movies. Well, probably not all of them, but all their horror and horror adjacent movies from around the time of like Frankenstein and Wolfman, but aren't those movies? Aren't the biggies? Mm, okay. Um, and I delved into Volume Two, which is, and the, each volume is sort of most of them are curated, so they they're like loosely connected. The movies. And volume two is all four, all four of the movies are like mad doctor movies, which aren't my, like, I think I put off watching these cause it's like mad doctor and that's not really my thing. I don't care. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I went in for it and, oh, actually they're not all mad doctors. The first one was murders in the zoo, which is actually, it had some, 
you had know, some mad madness stuff in there, but I guess mad biologist. <laughs> um, <laughs> so I watched Murders in the Zoo from 33 and then The Mad Doctor of Market Street from 1942 and The Strange Case of Dr. RX from 1942. And I, that... That one made me, that name made me laugh. The strange case of Dr. Rx is like, I bet Rx <laughs> sounded funny in the forties, maybe like, but yeah. now it's just like, I was like, is he a doctor slash pharmacist? Like he, did he go to school for both <laughs> right. things? Dr. Prescription. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it's funny though. All these movies also, they star the same dude, Lionel Atwill in some form or another, who was, who seems like he was a very interesting character. He is like, he is very fun to watch on screen. He plays a great kind of evil scumbag science guy. Like he's just very good at it in all three of these movies. Um, even so much that in the strange case of Dr. Rx, they, he was a red herring for the whole movie that, you know, you're convinced it's him because, you know, he's been starring the movies in about him. basically the same yeah. movie for 10 years. And you're like, Oh yeah, it's that guy. It's going to be that guy. And then they, they reveal at the end. No, it's actually this other guy that you didn't know. Oh, you know. So that was it. Got me. It's it genuinely got me. I I was like, come yeah. on. I was good job, everybody. Um, but yeah, these are you know they're not they're not like blow your socks off amazing movies, but they're fun to watch and they're almost always sixty minutes long. These movies they were great. You know, they're I think they were pretty. They were sort of like every studio had like their B sort of studio where they would do cheaper movies that would like run before their big thing, you know? Um, yeah. So a lot of these are shorter and, you know, just less money and stuff, but they're, they're fun. Uh, and sometimes you get some grisly stuff. So I, I wanted to point out in murders of the zoo, it opens with one of the most, I guess this might be pre-code 1933, which is why it's in this movie, but it opens with a scene. Lionel Atwood in the jungle. Um, in, French Indochina, and he's got a man down in the ground, and you see him mm-hmm. sewing near the guy's face, uh, and the guy's like, oh, you know, like struggling. <laughs> yeah. And Lionel Atwood is saying some evil stuff, like this is, you know, this will teach you to try and kiss another man's wife. And he gets up and walks away, and then and then we see the guy who was previously down running through the jungle. He runs up to the camera. And we get the clearest, most gruesome shot of his mouth sewn shut. Oh, and it's like, it's man. so shocking. And like the movie doesn't ever follow up on that shock. Like it doesn't get that gory ever again, but it is yeah. like, it's like, the stage wow. is set. Like, Oh wow. Can't believe they put that on screen. <laughs> I was like, Holy crap. And it, and it's, yeah, it totally sets the stage for his Lionel Atwood's character. Like, okay, he's a, piece of shit this guy <laughs> uh, we're gonna watch him do some damage for the next wow 55 minutes um but yeah and uh yeah that'll and and yeah i love these movies and this whole this is a little teaser for i think my pick for next week so um mm-hmm. here we go oh but yeah dale we should we should i kind of feel like we should get into the devil rides out yeah devil rides out 1968 terrence fisher christopher lee Chuck, what is The Devil Rides Out, a.k.a. The Devil's Bride? Good Lord. So, Devil Rides Out. So, we're in we're in old-timey Britain. I think it's the 30s, I think. I'm not sure. Dale, did you, do you know where... Do you have any idea? Can you can you date these cars? Uh, yeah, that's a matter... I was going right, to say we'll, we'll talk the, about 30s. the cars, but, but yeah, it's old-timey England. It's, you know, it's like post-industrial, so... We got cars and lights and shit. Anyway, so three friends, they're they're coming to a, you know, three three lifelong, well, they've been friends for a decade, I think. Anyway, they're coming to reunite together. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do, have a party, whatever. Only two lake of house. them show up. Yeah, total lake house situation. Third guy doesn't show up, and they're like, what the heck? And the Duke, played by Christopher Reese, is like, yeah, I haven't seen that guy in three months. You know, just nothing. Hasn't right. called me written nothing and the, and rex the be, other guy we're supposed to be friends but yeah. you know rex is like well where does he fucking live and he's like well he <laughs> bought a new house over here and so they go there and what they find is their friend embroiled in a satanic cult group um and 
from there on in, it's them trying to free their friend from the, the grasp of, uh, uh, what's his great name? Mata, Mata, Makata. Who Mr. Seems Makata. Be, Makata. He seems to be the leader of this group. And, uh, I mean, it just so happens, uh, Duke also knows a lot about this stuff. He's, he's, uh, he's a, he's a noble gentleman, but he has spent, you know, all that time not working in a mine and working, <laughs> reading books about the occult. And all right. so he knows everything and he has all the answers to fight these Sataners. And, and that's, that's what it is. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a fight between rich noblemen and Satan worshipers. Um, <laughs> and they're trying to save their friend as well as a nice, pretty girl that they, uh, that Rex falls in love with Tanith along the way. Yeah, and this is the, uh, the the devil's ride out. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. So the um, so like the 20th Century Fox or the American distributing arm distribution arm of of Hammer. They needed to, the title change because the Devil Rides Out sounded like an American Western, and in their opinion, the American Western should have a budget of whatever, whatever. So they they had to rename the whole movie. Because they were already at odds with what everybody thought the budget of the movie should be. So, oh, um, the book is based on a movie. Or, 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 no, the movie is based on a mm. series of books uh, by Ben Wheatley, I believe his name. No, it's a uh, Dennis Wheatley. Ben Wheatley's Dennis that Wheatley, modern movie director. But yeah, Dennis Wheatley. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I read a little bit, a little bit about this Dennis Wheatley fellow. Um. And like everything we see in this movie is very much what he believed in. Um, he was, he's a very staunch British conservative. He believed in the monarchy and, you know, cause mm-hmm. we see, you know, it's on full display. Like, you know, like, a, like Christopher Lee walking into a house and the doorman taking, um, sorry, moth just flew in here, taking his, uh, his cane and his hat only to put it on the table. That's like literally, 10 inches away from Christopher Lee. Like he could have done that himself, <laughs> but that is like the type of thing. It's like, this is a world of order. There's it's hierarchy. Yeah. There's class. Everyone is in, in the right place. And Dennis Wheatley was very much yeah, a fan of that world. And he, he, another thing is he wrote, <laughs> I read this weird thing. He wrote this weird time capsule letter that he buried in his backyard. That was supposed to be like opened up years later, but they, they found it in the sixties, I guess. And it was just this tirade about how, you know, like, oh, minors have a five-day work week now, and oh, children have to stay in school until they're 16. You know, that's coded language for we can't make them work in the mines, you know? <laughs> uh, and, and also he mentioned, oh, you know, uh, all communists are Satanists. <laughs> Stuff like that. <laughs> so this is like... You know, and hey, it makes for a good movie and a good story. But yeah, this is very yeah. much, you can almost be like, yeah, oh, this is what, this is what he believes in the world. It's pretty amazing. Right. Um, and I could, I could only help but think that Christopher Lee's character is what Dennis Wheatley like was like. I don't know that yeah. for sure, but I can just imagine him being like, just a very like, he's like a. He's like a doctor. He's like a know-it-all Doctor Strange. It's the only way I could like describe his character as. That's like, a good way of putting it. Yeah, because he had a but, fucking answer for everything, and it was very annoying. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and but to, right, you're right. But to but to know that this character is like a running protagonist through all yeah. of Dennis Wheatley's books. Totally. Like I didn't know that until after the fact, and it's like, oh my god, this Duke de Richelieu is like he's he's the point man for all the book like he's he's the guy that you're uh, in in his corner he's like you know your Hieronymus Bosch's and your uh I don't know who else every and your Driz Duerdens yeah and, I mean you know. it, yeah it's like it's like James Bond or like you know like it reminds me of Hellboy too yeah. it's like you know it's yeah. your your boy's yeah. Hellboy oh, but a, you're encountering all these supernatural you know different right. things you know throughout the world and uh, so, but the screenplay was written by what Ben Matheson, who wrote "I Am Legend." He wrote like a ton of stuff. He's an American, and uh, we have this marriage on screen that turned out to be "The Devil Rides Out." And 
like you mentioned in the uh, the synopsis, I mean, this movie just like there's no it it kind of it kind of picks up and runs like a serial book almost like yeah. like one book in a part of eleven because it just picks up and it starts running. You don't really know why these characters are getting together, why they know each other. It's just like thank God that the Duke. Like as soon as he like, as soon as the butler answers the door to uh, Rex's house, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like he you can already tell he can smell the Satanists. He can air. he's like oh there's black magic going on. I yeah. gotta, I need to find out a little bit more. Let's get our, let's get in and start working our way around the yeah. crowd. And but but I thought it was done in a way where Christopher Lee on his face, even though he doesn't say it, um, you know, up until like the observatory when they, when he sees the, <laughs> the black cockerel and the white hen, like he knows what's going down. Yeah. He knows immediately what's happening. And it's so weird that it's happening to his, one of his best friend, like he's well, their best friend's son, right? Like they agreed to watch. Oh yeah. Him and they agreed to watch their best friend's son. And that's this guy that's who right. is 10 years younger and like, a foot shorter than these two like Christopher Lee and the, and his friend was it Rex. Yeah. They are monsters on screen. Like oh Christopher Lee's what's like six, seven, yeah. something like that. And this other guy was like six, three. Yeah. Yeah. Re- Re- I loved this guy, Rex, uncle Rex. He didn't you, I, for like half the movie, I was like, this is Ferris Bueller's dad. I think like I was convincing myself <laughs> of that, but it's clearly yeah. not the same guy. Yeah. He's got that look. Um, um and what I mean what happens then is just you know the um the guy who was in the Rocky Horror Picture Show is the bad guy he's like the mouth for Satan Charles Gray he plays he is, the um, he was great in this he's got those ice icy blue eyes oh really, my god whew. they're piercing yeah and he's got the gray hair and he wore I think he wore like a gray suit too which really like a light gray one mm-hmm. and he is just like you know head of the satanists and like what so what i mean chuck what did you think other than you hating christopher lee's character oh i didn't no oh i shouldn't say i didn't i don't hate him i just found like i i i think i enjoyed that he was an annoying blowhard like yeah like it was right. kind of fun watching him <laughs> just boss literally everyone around. Oh the movie my god! Because, Everybody because and it and it made me you know I felt like I really knew Dennis Wheatley. I was like you know I, just from reading his Wikipedia real quick, I was like okay yeah mm-hmm. this is like a guy who is like I know everything because I studied everything and you're all idiots. <laughs> um, so just everyone shut up. The women, please stop crying and listen to me. Yeah. <laughs> And I think it, you know, it helps. I'm, I cut you off. I asked you a question. Now I'm talking again. But oh, what did I think? I, I think it helps with like, you know, in 1968, right? Like there's, there's religious faction. Like there's probably a stronger religious like um, population and their belief in the black magics, right? Have like the black magics to them have to, have to be like terrifying, right? So you have the Duke there who is like there to help let the people know who are watching the movie, like that somebody's in charge and he knows like what needs to be done. So they don't need to be like too on edge about. The yeah. shit they're seeing yeah, on yeah, screen. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's yeah. what the feeling I got. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah. He is sort of like there to hold the audience's hand. Um, be like, don't worry, I know what to do. Everyone's yeah, don't because panic. how real how real <laughs> would it how real like it's kind of a like maybe because they couldn't push it too far, but how real would this movie feel in nineteen sixty eight to you know, a couple of religious cats? Oh yeah. I mean when uh gosh, when that goat of Mendes shows up, Dale, like I mean, I God, was, dude. I was, my jaw was on the floor and to have Christopher Lee turn, oh, basically turn to the camera, go the goat of Mendes, the devil himself. I was, I was like, okay, thank you for, that's, that's exactly what he says, <laughs> what that was. <laughs> I mean, I'm in awe, but yeah, thank you for telling the audience what we're seeing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
And so, so then it's like, oh fuck that. Like we thought it might've been the devil, but he just confirmed it. And that is <laughs> super bad news. Yeah. Uh, I do want to make a, just a quick mental note about the devil himself uncredited in, in the movie, in the credits. Yeah. Played by a, uh, played by a, a, a character, like a dude named Eddie Powell who played that part. And he played it. He played in a, a, he played in 50 movies, but a lot of them we know. And it's because he's like squeezing into a suit uh, of oh, some man. kind or another, but he's got one, uh, he's got one director's credit to his name, Chuck. Um, do you want to even take a guess what the one, the one director credit to Eddie Powell's name? Is it, can I ask for, is it something we've watched for the show? No. Oh, okay. No. Uh, is it an episode of Hammer House of Horror? <laughs> no. No. Okay. Just tell me. It, tell it me. could be an it could be an episode of The Black Dungeon. Oh, oh, it is, okay. Uh, <laughs> it is a <laughs> porn parody of Scooby Doo. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> is this on Letterboxd? Yes, it is. Wow. It's on Letterboxd. It's it is. Called, okay. It's called Scooby Doo. A triple X parody. <laughs> like they didn't even mask it with like. Oh man, there's a lot of Scooby Doo to get through though. All right, I'll, I'll do that later. Um, <laughs> wow, Eddie Powell. Good Lord. Yeah. Um, but that, but, but to have Baphomet there, like. Yeah. Oh dude, yeah. I mean like rarely do triple these. that rock like that. Oh my God. Yeah. I, I know. I wonder. I mean, I'm sure it was planned out, but like, like you could even see his folded up goat legs. And I was like, yes. God, I would, the yes. amount of money I would raise and to build a time machine, to give more money to hammer so they can have him walking yeah. around in those goat legs. <laughs> oh God. Yeah. I would have been on cloud nine, but yeah. I mean, what we 100%. got was amazing. Um, yeah, I, I should. Yeah. You, you asked me before what I thought of this and you, I, I, I like this You movie. could reskin those, you could reskin those goat legs to great Dane legs for your yes. Scooby-Doo porn parody. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Um, what did you think of this movie? Chuck? Yeah. I, I liked it. It's not, I, I, I don't, I don't think I was overhyped cause I, I did, I, I forget where, I don't know if I watched some hammer doc and they were like, this is the one, like this is the yeah. legendary, this is the best one. So I had a little bit of that in my head <laughs> and yeah, it's yeah. good. It is good. Um, but, uh, yeah, it, 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 it didn't like hit the mark fully. I, I, I did enjoy it, but I did. I think the, the shtick of Christopher Lee's while I enjoyed watching him and his performance is great. And every line he says is delivered amazingly um, with such authority. It did. It did mm -hmm. wear me a little bit like that whole thing of him mm -hmm. just like knowing everything and like, um, cause it was almost like he's never, he, he's never able to be, uh, uh, hampered at all like throughout the whole thing like he yeah, knows what to right. do always um he's never wrong yeah which can be interesting like, i mean it's not like that's you know i don't really care much for rules um so it is, it is interesting to have a character like that you know i mean it's basically james bond it's you know it's like watching a guy who's very good at what he does and he yeah. always went, comes out on top um and i like i like i liked a lot of the devil stuff i i wanted more i i the only thing that I think that was missing though, I guess hammer isn't well, they're known for sexy stuff, but I, I think I wanted more sexiness in this, especially because we had yeah. Tanith and Rex and they were supposed to be like fast in love and hot and heavy. And I just like, wasn't, yeah. I didn't get anything. It was all done through like, yeah. Me neither. I, oh, they're, you know, they're, you know, it's very like stiff upper lip. Oh, they're, yeah, they're very close now. You know, it wasn't like we never got to see them like yeah. really like, you know, get handsy too much <laughs> like rex like off rex offering to take tanith the next morning to breakfast yeah like i are like did we watch the same meet cute because <laughs> like she's he's like oh, i've i've definitely met you before and she's like i don't believe i don't think we have yeah and that's like wow 
the 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 uh, sexual innuendo, yeah, the yeah. the uh, the smoldering. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, yeah, um, but yeah, it's it's a good watch. It, it's like it, it didn't hit it out of the park for me, but I loved. I I really enjoyed watching it, and yeah, everyone in it is yeah fun to watch, and the colors I, I, and the effects. And think, oh my god, the colors the colors are great. The intro. The title cards in the oh, intro yeah, were yeah. like fucking stupendous, um, and I think I was I was of the same mind. You know, I really wish I had like the super strong opinion in one way or the other, especially leaning towards greatness because everything that I read and you know to see like I watched some of the uh, special features on the uh, DVD and to see kind of like why everybody thinks it's good is good, but also I think. The simplistic story in in something that I I don't know I I I didn't know if I had any interest in and especially like my main sticking point through the whole thing was um what was the 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 kid um Simon Simon like oh Simon wasn't like, did anybody ask Simon what he wants? <laughs> Thank like, you. Th- you hit the nail on the head. I think all my yapping about the Duke is that. I'm trying to get to that, and I couldn't get to it. Yeah. Because it's Cause all, it's everything like, is through the Duke's eyes, basically. But we don't get Simon. Oh, like, yeah. He's going through hell. Like, we don't get any scene with him, like, what it's like <laughs> being overtaken by Makata or whatever. Go ahead. Sorry. I'm stepping all over. Right. And, you. and, and. No, no, that's right. And how did it start? Like he must have had some interest or yeah. he must have like asked it's like asking a mason to be in, you know, like he must have showed some interest like or did they just like pluck him out of the lineup and say he's our next guy. He's our 13th. We're going to baptize him in Sat- his Satan's name and he's going to take a new like he want he just at the beginning of the movie He's super gung ho about yeah. like not having the Duke screw up his big night. Totally. You know, and then, and then it's almost like he stops talking for the whole movie. Like, cause he can't offer his point of view. He's just a poor, you know, um, subjugated like being he needs, he needed rescuing and same with Tanith. Yeah. 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 I, I can't help but get a little political here, Dale, because you know, going back to Mr. Wheatley, uh, and his belief in, you know, how bad communists are. I, I, I could not help but think about how the Satanists in this movie, it's, it's, it doesn't matter if uh, poor Simon even had uh, uh, an interest in it because the evil just comes out of the air when it's nighttime. It, the evil is there all the time, but especially at night, and it could just come down and strike you. It's, it's like, you know, it's, it's classics, you know, it's like why Santa Claus is a mm-hmm. myth that we talk about to children. Cause it's like, oh no, there's evil out there and there's no controlling it. It's just there and it could come and get you at any time. You have to be vigilant and believe yeah. in the right things and do the right <laughs> things with your life or else you stray and become a Satanist, you know, <laughs> it's very right. much in yeah, that, right, right. like thinking, you know, and I also had this, you know, I, I don't, I, I struggle to even bring it up because I'm not, I'm not a religious guy. Um, you know, but I know like in this movie, and I think it's because the Duke is not particularly religious. He just knows how to battle black magic. He he knows, he knows what, what he knows, what, uh, how to cure Satanism. Right. Like, but he's not overly religious. So there's not like this, it's not like the exorcist or something where. You know, there's all these there's there's all these visions of God and 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 that side of it's it's almost like it, it, in a scientific way, Satanism is 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 displayed in sort of the astrological scientific science. Yeah. It's more like less religious and and like I'm struggling to even talk about it because I don't I just don't I I'm tripping over my words because I don't know exactly what I'm trying to say, but you know. It's more like it's not the antithesis to God and religion. It's just like this own thing that has to do with astrology and it just happens to have this Satan, which in the, in the eyes of Christianity yeah. is bad, right? Yeah, yeah. 
but then but then the duke is not like using he's not like uh max von sadow who is like you know yeah he's coming not like into doing like white magic necessarily right though he's he just does like, do some weird hand gestures towards the end of the movie that i was like yeah it was like in yeah, dr right. strange territory i was like what is going on here is he like yeah. gonna do a spell <laughs> And he uses, you know, he uses a cross, but only in like terms of like banishing and throwing it against, the, uh, you know, yeah. Eddie Powell, the uh, the goat. It's always like a man. physical thing with the cross. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's not like everybody shut your eyes and and make your hands into the steeple and like start saying your prayers. It's not like that at all. And I and I was kind of like into that. Yeah. Because it was a little different, but also it's just like, why is it? And maybe it was, you know, because it's based on a book. That's why it is. But, you know, like, why, why is it, is he using, um, and maybe it's just because it's the way it is since the beginning of time. Like, Christianity is what battles the Satanists. You know what I mean? And it's like, but there's thousands of other gods out there. I don't know. Yeah. No, I mean, that's, it's a good thing. I, I wonder if the book contained more um, Christian Christianity mm-hmm. stuff, because, you know, we get glimpses of it, like with the, the crosses and stuff. And, oh, and like at the end when the, you know, the, the evil uh, ceremony room burns and then the, it's revealed to be a church, I guess the whole time. Oh yeah. <laughs> the whole time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it's there, but yeah, yeah. The Duke is not, he doesn't seem like a pious type guy necessarily, but right. Yeah. And and in that sense, I mean, you talk about you you brought up Hellboy earlier. Like by the you know, he, he's almost like Hellboy in the sense that he just fights what how it needs to be fought because that's what the rules like he's fighting it by the book. He's not religious. Yeah. He's just like this is what you got to do to fight satanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. that's why I need <laughs> Now Hellboy is like religious because of his father, you know, brought him up that way, but Still, like, you know, this is a matter of fact. This is how you fight a cult of Satanists. You need, you know, to have this pendant. Yeah. You need to say these words about Which I think um, is like Michael and Gabriel. Yeah. Which I think is what makes this movie really fun. Like, as annoying yeah, as I found right. Christopher Lee, it's fun to watch him have the answer for everything. Like, oh, well, we got to draw the circle on the, the floor. Did you clear the furniture out? Yeah. We got to draw this circle with all these symbols. Everyone get in, lay on this yeah. pillow, hold hands. And we're going to fight black magic through the night, <laughs> you know, as like now, terrors come yes. in, <laughs> we're going to, we might have and to knock and Simon like, out for like the 10th time right. and we'll do it. But everyone hold last on. y'all. It's going to be fine. <laughs> that poor kid. But like this circle, but this circle that we drew, you know, it's like insects off of windshields. Like all the evil is going to be pinging <laughs> off of these things. Yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask you because they start the night like laying down with their heads on the pillow in a spoke pattern. Amazing. But, thing. but that's not how it lasts. So no. accor- so like according to the rules, uh-huh. you just need to be inside the circle. You don't need to be laying like that. So I pose to you, Chuck, would, if you knew you didn't have to lay like that, yeah. would you lay like, like, would you mm. lay like that just because it's more, because, because Christopher Lee only chose to put one pillow in the room in that circle. <sighs> what a choice. Like that was. why? Yeah. Like, was that in some ancient book he read? Oh, you got to put one pillow. Everyone puts their head on that pillow. Right. right. If you're going to lay down, yeah, this Do is the this way, way you have to lay down. Yeah. Otherwise, sit crisscross applesauce or stand up with yeah. your hands. Otherwise, that, together. that horse with bat wings is going to trample your head like a watermelon. Jesus, the angel of death himself. <laughs> I watched some um, of the Batman on the DVD. And they yeah. said that horse only had one lung. It was like, oh my it was God. like the movie production horse. Like a, he was like a working stiff horse. And Ugh. they said that horse was wheezing all over the place. He couldn't oh. even like contain himself. Well, yeah, they probably didn't get much footage out of him. Cause like they kept repeating the same shot yeah. and reversing it. Like his legs going, yeah. reversing. <laughs> it was just like, oh my God. This must have been. They're like, we can't get a horse that can jump twice in a row. Yeah, (laughs) he's got one lung. Poor guy. Uh, and those dinky wings they put on him. (laughs) Cardboard, cardboard, cardboard wings. I mean, 
I'm laughing, but I loved, like, I was zeroing in on those wings. Like, I wanted to get a better shot of them. I was, like, obsessed. I was like, wait, Uh, that horse has wings. Give it to me. Um, Anyway. But, yeah. Yeah, the whole circle thing, like, yeah, that uh, all this, these movies are always like that. It's like, oh, we got to do it this certain way. Otherwise, you know, the bad guy's going to get in, going to break the circle. But, you know, they knock Simon out halfway through the night. He's just laying there. And then it's only the three right. of them holding hands. It's like, didn't they need all four of them to hold hands? And and and, and, I was, and, 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 and one of your third is the stupid, cynical idiot Richard. Oh, yeah. Richard. Like, Richard, <laughs> just for one night, please stop with your japing and your stupid comments. <laughs> like, trust. Can we just trust? Because we've taken it as far as drawing this this circle of protection we we yeah. cleaned out a whole room in your house for this thing just sit inside the circle just don't move it is a living force which can be tapped at any given moment of the night yeah how about when uh when richard like they're in the circle what maybe like two minutes tops richard is like yeah. this is silly and christopher lee just immediately is like well there he's started already he's like what <laughs> He's like, oh, you're, well, no offense, but you're the weakest one. He's starting in on you. You know, just that comment alone. (laughs) And then he just starts, and then he's like, like, come on, just do this. You know, uh, I'm going to play my friendship card and please just play along. And Richard is like, that's, that's harsh, dude. I can't believe you're uh, putting our friendship on the line (laughs) to play this silly black magic game. (laughs) I thought he immediately went to play that card. Yeah. So quickly. Because he, like. Knock him out too if you have I know. to. Just punch him. <laughs> yeah, we got to talk about friends. Simon getting knocked out. He gets knocked out so many times because he's like un- he's under the influence of Makata and like you know uh, telepath telepathically. So they just keep having they keep getting in these situations where they can't control yeah. Simon, so they've got to just knock him out. <laughs> it's hilarious. Yeah, just like just yeah, just keep <laughs> knocking him out until Makata can't. Until Makata's gone, yeah. you know, like gets tired of. <laughs> oh, God, we got to get our bazooka to take Makata out. That's what you guys got to do. How about keep some uh, distance, begin- find his car, you know, <laughs> yeah, bazooka. Right. The first time they bring a knocked out Simon into the Duke's house, the Duke, <laughs> the Duke has, wakes so many people up from being knocked out that he has this crystal vial that has the smelling salts in it. Like oh, he, yeah. He, with his ring finger, he takes the top off of this gorgeous, like Venetian blown glass <laughs> vial and he like w- waves it under Simon's nose. Like, Oh, he just has that oh, yeah. in his uh, bag yeah. of tricks, this gorgeous smelling salt vial. Probably had that for decades. Just waiting. Oh night, yeah. He gets to use it. How about when uh, they're going, they're going to um, watch the goat of Mendes appear and he, he gives a, uh, the Duke gives Rex two vials, like one of salt and one of, what was the other thing? And Mercury. 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 And he's like, you're going to need this later. Like, and my movie boner went sky high. Cause I was like, oh, I can't wait. And they don't use it. Yeah, right. They never use it. Right. Dale. And then, I, I, and then Rex even goes out. Rex is like, what about you? He's like, oh, I have other magic protections. Yeah. And they don't even go into that. I know. <sighs> Super about, disappointing. <clears throat> how about. Back to the room, back to the empty room with the circle yeah. of protection. Mm-hmm. You know, we're, we're knee deep in it now. The angel of death's <laughs> hooves are like upon it. Like you can hear him galloping towards us. Yeah. And that's when they remembered they didn't think to, to do anything with their child. The child, <laughs> yeah. even though it's an apparition oh, of the child God. that walks in the yeah. room. What is it? 3 a.m. And they just realized they put their child to bed and then got yeah. in the circle of protection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Christopher is like, it's, it's not your child. Your child is asleep. How do you know the child's asleep right now? You, if you got kids, you're never sure if your child's asleep. Yeah. And then, and then the, the, the child is like, you know, being confronted with a six foot tarantula in the room. Yeah. Terrifying. 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 The weakest, the weak link of Richard, the worst father. Take your kids to the grandparents in the countryside. Like, yeah. Do something else. I mean, not to mention, I mean, these house, these, these are like great houses we're in, like with full staff, like, like, yeah. 
right. are all the are the, are the cooks and maids and uh, everyone else are they being ravaged by the devil himself? Like in other rooms oh, right. that you can't see. Yeah, like are they going through mental, yeah. you know, awfulness? What, what horrors they're seeing? And in the two houses that we spend the most time in, the uh, the masters of the house definitely leave their old decrepit butlers in charge of being having to be physical. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. If the time came, if Peg, <laughs> when Peggy when Peggy meets uh, Makata and Makata's in the house, like Peggy's like, "You stay close. I might need you to." <laughs> get yeah. him out of there yeah. it's like this dude is like 90 years old <laughs> same with the duke yeah the duke's butler oh yeah and the duke is like i mean every chance to chastise those guys too for like oh did you you took the cross off his neck and he left yeah and you left the guys him. like oh i wasn't supposed to do that right was he like, was oh, choking you himself with it better, but you piece of shit right. <laughs> only i would i've read it in my books <laughs> What a trip. <laughs> the devil rides out. Yeah. Um, oh, one more thing. God damn it, Dale. How about the first visual effect when they were there in Simon's observatory, this devil worshiping observatory that's not really an observatory. And, and uh, the smoke comes out of the, uh, the goat on the floor. And then that, that guy appears with the bug eyes. And they have to, Christopher Lee's. <laughs> screaming at Rex don't look at his eyes and it just keeps cutting to this I don't know who he was supposed to be like my one of God. Satan's friends or something like Satan's uncle yeah. I don't know but and just these eyes staring it's so funny like I, the one one of his <laughs> eyes it looked like he had like raw meat taped to his eye it was just yeah. like conjunctivitis it was disgusting <laughs> poor guy I feel like he was he was cast for a reason and I couldn't oh, help God. but stare at the, the, the goat head on the floor had like these rubber yeah. nipples in the nostrils and the <laughs> eyes, like where the steam was pot. I was like, this is the cheesiest looking floor. If there wasn't steam coming out of it, it would be the worst looking floor ever with these rubber nipples. Yeah. Oh, and also when, when the Duke, when Christopher Lee finds the, uh, the two chickens in the basket in the closet. And he just immediately flies off the handle. He's like, Simon, you, you don't know what yeah, you're dealing yeah, yeah. with. You, I can't believe you're full and foolish enough to get mixed up in black magic. You fucking idiot kid. Just like <laughs> loses it. It's like, thank God it's not another, uh, not another uh, re- satanic religion or evil yeah. religion. I don't know anything about. I've read up on this stuff. I know this stuff. You fool. I'd rather see you dead than meddling with black magic. Oh God! The black, the black cockerel and the white hen, Simon. <laughs> Don't look at the eyes, Rex. Oh. Even right there is like Rex is the weak link too. I mean, Rex have some composure, man. Yeah, it's weird we haven't even talked about Tanith like at all too, because she was such a big part of the movie. But clearly, she was. How we're yeah, talking she was about big, it, it was like it's right. a total non-issue to the story, like. Right, exactly. She was such a big, but it, it was almost like she was being wedged in to the plot totally. at every point. Yeah. I just couldn't vibe with like. Because it was the same path. thing as Simon. Like she was in the same boat that Simon was. It's like, why don't we just have Simon? Like, or yeah. just Tanith, you know, like we could have cut one of these characters. She, yeah. Movie. But she was Makata's medium, but also what did that, that, but that, that, that didn't yeah. really serve the story. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it ends with like Makata. Uh, he was gonna slash open the uh, the that couple's daughter uh, for oh, a soul yeah. swap or some shit with Satan. Um, but yeah, they they def- how did they defeat that whole thing? Uh, Take me instead, Makata. You, Monsieur Le Duke, your soul in preference to that of an unstained child. What are you talking about? He isn't going to. Yes. The transference of souls. That of your child for that of Tanith. No! Yeah, it was Tanith. Didn't she come in? She came in through the daughter, right? And she defeated him. Because she was like in oh, the yeah. fourth dimension or some shit. Yeah, the, they're right. like, the climax is weird. It gets, I can't help but think if they went whole hog and like did a scene where we are like in the fourth dimension, it would have been a little clearer 
as to what was happening. Cause it, it was kind of confusing. Cause it, like, the movie ends with them like going back in time where they're back in that, that drawing room with the circle and they're like, Oh, uh, I guess oh, Tanith re- rewound everything and everything's fine. Every, uh, the bad guy's dead. Uh, we're all yeah. alive and okay. And happy, happy, happy go lucky. It's okay. How about that's the, it. The end. There was a, the super assumption made that the Duke makes, he's like, uh, Oh, well the, the, uh, the angel of death needs somebody. So that somebody oh, yeah. was Mikado. Like, <laughs> man, what if Mikado's yeah. down in the field? Like, that he, was nobody insane. knows. Yeah, he was like, oh yeah, yeah they probably took Makata. Yeah, that's probably <laughs> yeah, it. I was like, I was like okay. are you kidding me? Right. You're, you're what about the, the, the 12 other Satanists? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Give me a break. Oh, how about all those other Satanists? They were like a, they were like a James Bond uh, evil lair crew. Like they would just <laughs> they attack anyone who dared break their little circle of trust. Yeah. That old cross-eyed cigar smoking oh, lady. Like she was, she should they, have been they a built character. Her up to be, yeah, because they built her up to be some somebody yeah. like, but then she never sh- makes an appearance again after uh, that car ride. Oh yeah, and the Carsdale. I mean, we just got to say, was there? Did somebody want to make this because they had a bitching car collection of old timey cars? They, yeah, right. Like they, man, any time they could have a scene with the cars, they put it in this movie. A lot of car scenes. Oh yeah, it was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah, and it was uh, yeah. Just fant- we we love your cars, Mr. Producer. <laughs> yeah. All right, Dale. Should we uh put a pin in it and check in the old mailbag? Ding 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 ding. Uh 315-544-0966. That's the official Bat and Spider hotline, if I remember correctly. Bat and spider pod at gmail.com. That's how you can email us. Same thing. Same things. Um, I'm opening the mailbag now. Here we go. Okay. First up is, um, friend Patty Nay. Hey, Patty. Patty's in our discord. Join our discord. Batandspider.com to get that sweet, sweet discord invite. Uh, the devil rides out 1968. The Intel corporation was created. The U S patent for the (laughs) lava lamp was approved. Oh boy. And the Downton Abbey Astronomical Society film was rebranded The Devil Rides Out. <laughs> what a pick. <laughs> Shout out to the world's worst butler. Didn't even ask who they were. Just let them in. I can imagine oh. his performance review later that month. It's a secret meeting, George. Why did you let two invi- uninvited guests in? I'll have to rate you as not meeting expectations. That's right. Oh my God. That's right. We didn't even talk about Makata showing up and knocking at the door and the, this being polite British society so much so that, you know, this guy is an agent of literal Satan and you've seen Satan yeah. and you're just like, yeah, well, we better let him in to the library so we can have a civilized discussion. Insane. Insane. Right. Don't, don't look at his eyes or anything. Yeah. Right. Don't look at his eyes. But yeah, Simon's Butler. Terrible. As well. Terrible. Uh, I'm 99% sure the Countess had two glass eyes. No idea what camera she was acting <laughs> to. <laughs> the Duke pretty much summed up my actions at all public events. Move amongst <laughs> the guests and listen to what they say. He could, he could be the greatest of all detectives. One sight of a cock in a wicker basket and he's deduced everyone is freebasing black magic. On a serious note, there's so many, so many liners from this I will use, including I have never at any point stressed my age or my greater experience. <laughs> Imagine pulling that one out of the bag during an argument. <laughs> Loved every minute of this pick, fellas. May the road always rise to meet you, Patty. P.S. We watched The Thing. My wife gave it a 9 out of 10. We also watched The Fly. She can no, no longer look at or think about Jeff Goldblum. I feel, I fear for our Cronenberg retrospective, it may never get off the ground. Wow. Wow. Yeah. It's, true. it's a toughie. Yeah. If, Cronen, if, if, if she's not feeling that one. Yeah. Jeez. Um, gosh, great insights, Patty. Oh my God. Yeah. Simon's a butler. <laughs> Uh, yeah, Simon, like we're here to see Simon, the master of that. He's like, he just looks, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. 
Si- Butler, if they're not on the guest list, do not let them in. This is a and he was kind the youngest Butler. He could yeah, the most important Satanist meeting of the year, and you blew it. So, uh, right, Butler, yeah, man. Right. It's April 29th. Uh, <laughs> uh, do yeah. not let them in. The day before May Day. Duh. Okay, Butler. <laughs> How about when they kidnap uh, Tanith and they just do it off screen? Rex and Chris Freely, they're like, well, I guess I'll just go to London and like they find out what hotel she's in. Just, and what, what does yeah. he do? Just like trick her into getting in his car and driving out to the country? Like that was <laughs> like, yeah. It's <laughs> so this, weird. If, I mean, a, the, a, the night before Tanith was so, is intent on this thing going down. Yeah. Like, why would she screw up any chance she had to, to just join this guy that she, she insists she doesn't know? She got in his car. Yeah. How about when they, when they found out that she wasn't rebaptized already and that she was given the name Tanith at birth and it wasn't <laughs> like a Satanist name? Oh yeah, that was such a strange part of the movie. Yeah, right. Yeah, I was like, wouldn't it be Tanith cooler? Like if the she was given that name by the group. Right. I don't know. <laughs> Tanith, like the exiled angel, baptized in yeah. Satan's name. Oh no, that's just her name. Oh. No. no, they just thought it sounded okay. nice. Yeah. Tanith wasn't. The, isn't the book of Tanith or Tanith brought up in Indiana Jones? Like there was some several oh, crossovers. Wow. Imagine Indiana Jones coming up against the Duke. God, that would oh, have been God. something. Yeah. The, ver- the verbal sparring. <laughs> yeah. He would have he would have just shot him like he shoots that uh whip guy or that swordsman in yeah. Raiders, you know. Yeah. The Duke would have started spouting off some some old knowledge and Harrison would have been like, uh, I can't and he just shoots him. I have a fever 112. I can't do this. <laughs> okay. We have a voicemail here. Okay. Oh, Fat and Spider. Oh. I watched the movie. Oh, oh, the McPherson tape. And oh, what a time. <laughs> I then listened to your episode about it. Oh, oh. <laughs> So many, so many nugs in there. Shot on video. Oh, when will the truth get out? Oh, oh. Okay, movie. But the podcast episode was, oh. Was this the guy who made the McPherson tape? Did he just leave us? What, did he just go on a run and then leave us this voicemail? (laughs) What's the bit here? I think it's because in that movie when they're all trying to... Because uh, they're, they're always like, ah. Uh, yeah, because they don't know how else to like, fill time, fill dialogue. Yeah. <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, thank you, Mystery Caller. That's it. Thank you, Mystery Caller. Thanks for the bit. Keep them coming. Oh. Oh. <laughs> Next up. Ooh. Tim Hamilton gracing us. Well, Chuck. Oh my. Well, excuse me. Uh, let me uh, let me roll out the carpet. I'm so sorry. Yeah. Let me take your hat and your cane and your uh, cape <laughs> on this table that's right in front of you. Seti Bimco's own Tim Hamilton. He's got a new book out. Kids, a children's book. L- yeah. Look it up. Buy it for your kids. Buy it for your kids, as as Chuck would say. Yeah, that's what I just said. Chuck, it's Tim Hamilton here. Although, hi, hi to Dale, too. But, uh, but Chuck, I wondered if you've fallen behind on watching Star Trek Strange New Worlds as you haven't talked have. about it lately. Yes. wondered what you thought of the season finale. Uh, did you understand it. the season finale? No. Um, all those things. And I hope your new Hammer rewatch will be called Gold Frankincense and Hammer. Um, Anyway, that's pretty talk good. Talk to you guys later. Love the show. Tim uh, Hamilton yeah, no. is at his in the uh, the uh, the waiting room as a book <laughs> publisher, waiting to uh, take a meeting, and he's calling. God, us. the room noise uh, to voice quotient was insane on that call, Dale. What was going on? Was he like hugging a, an air conditioner unit? Did he have the phone taped 
too is a window air conditioner. <laughs> Sorry, that's hotter no, if I you do it that. I I am I am uh nope, I'm still stuck at episode five, I think. I don't know if I'm ever digging out of this hole. Um maybe it was a fleeting love. Yeah, it's not gonna happen now. <laughs> it might not happen. It might not. I don't know. I don't know. I'm I'm bees deep in uh that Joe Para show now. I'm loving this show. Oh my god. It's so relaxing. I don't even know what that and, is. And funny. Is that another it's Star a, Trek show? No, it's a it's a ten minute comedy show on Comedy Central. Uh let me get the right title. It's on a good old HBO Tastemaker, Max. Chuck. No, no, no. I'm I'm super late to this party. Oh, it's called Joe Para Talks to You. Um and you it's know. about a guy who lives in Michigan and he just talks about very simple daily life stuff. And it's strangely engrossing and wholesome and it makes you feel cozy and it makes you laugh. Mm. Um, it's, it's pretty great. Right here. Yeah. Highly, highly wow. recommend it. Oh, and Mark Borchardt from uh, American movie makes a cameo in one episode. And I literally freaked out when I saw it. Wow. Tim, if you could just join me for one minute and close your eyes and picture a world where Chuck actually opens up the Paramount Plus app once again to look for Star Trek Strange New Worlds uh, months after the pre- it premiered and came out. I don't see this happen. I don't see it happening. I, 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 Tim, there's no, there's no scenario where, where Chuck Forsman you know, he's, he, he throws his, uh, his recliner up, his legs are dangling, and he's like, you know what? I'm going to go back to Strange New Worlds. <laughs> Star Trek, what was, hey, Melissa, what was the name of that show? Star Trek <laughs> New, New, New World, uh, Strange New Worlds, Chuck. Oh, yeah, yeah. Let me put that on for the first time. Uh, God, what's it been, Melissa? It's been nine months. Let me find out what happened. Do I start from the beginning? No, I, you know, I'll just remember what happened. <laughs> I don't see a world. I don't see a strange new world where that's happening. Chuck's moved mm-hmm. on, Tim. Okay. Yeah. You be the voice. You know what makes it worse is when I, when I do open up the Paramount Plus app, it's only to get to Beavis and Butthead, the new series that has started. Um, and have you, <laughs> by the damn. way, have you been watching that deal? No, I, I have to. Oh my God. Oh my I God. have to. Come on. It's, we're, uh, God, I owe it ep- to you. We're four episodes. Yeah. It's, oh, oh my God. God. There's still time to catch up. It's like the old, it's like you get two stories per episode. It's so great. <gasps> and they watch, oh man. They watch some music videos, but they also watch like, like they watched, uh, uh, what's that stuff when you do ASMR? They watch an ASMR oh, video. Yeah. <laughs> stuff like that it's oh it's so good dale god i can't wait to um can't wait talk with you about it f yes yeah so yeah strange new worlds on the back burner super yeah like i know um i'm gonna be honest you 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 probably removed it from your continue watching list and and that's you know i'm not it's fine That's how bad it is. That's how much he doesn't want to finish that show. Uh, any more? Uh, Chuck, you need feedback? to. Uh, no, you need to pick a movie, Chuck. Before All right. We get out of here. I'm ready. Oh, God. Yes. I just released. Speaking of, I, I, I went on and on about Lionel Atwill. Was I saying his name wrong? I think I was. Lionel Atwill. We're going to watch from 1933, pre-code. Mystery of the Wax Museum. Well, I, word, I hope you haven't seen this. No, you, I don't see. You don't have it logged. So. Look at this. Look at this uh, image on letterboxd.com. Yeah. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the disappearance of people and corpses leads a reporter to a wax museum and a sinister sculptor. I mean, is this like tale as old as time, right? Uh, another wax. Yeah. I mean, who knows chicanery. if this is the first wax Sh- museum chicanery movie or what but yeah, yeah we got a lot of these uh <laughs> Faye um, ray is in this movie yeah it's 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 stacked um yeah Faye ray she's she's so famous that we know who she is it's incredible um that's right yeah this is directed by michael curtis who i guess he's most famous for casablanca i mean that's a biggie 
Um, but yeah, this is a, I've heard this is a pretty, has got some good uh, makeup effects um, and it's pretty gruesome. So, and we get to see Lionel Atwell wow. do his thing and he's, he's just, he's so fun to watch. Yeah. So we're going to go back, well, back in time, pre-code horror, the mystery God. of the wax museum. And it is, um, hopefully you have an HBO max sub out there. Cause that is, seems to be the only place you can watch it right now. Yes. Or hit up your local library. They probably have it. Oh my God, this looks great. Yeah. Excited. Excited. All of, I mean, I'm looking at Lionel Atwell's filmography and just like every movie poster is better than the previous movie poster. So, <laughs> wow. Yeah, you're going to love Lionel Atwell. I mean, we can talk about him next week, but he, he yeah. may have gotten himself into some scandals involving... Ooh. Orgies at his home and showing of pornography to visitors to his home. Hell yeah. So he was a, uh, yeah. Hell yeah. Stinky boy. This Lionel. Stinky, stinky boy. <laughs> stinky boy. Oh God. Until next week when we talk about Lionel Atwell's orgy parties, <laughs> please. I hope I, I hope I remember to talk about the movie. <laughs> I know. It's going to be a black hole you're falling in. Okay. Everybody. Thank you. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. And uh, I'm going to leave you with this. I'm going to leave you guys with this. Here we go. I just, I opened up Apple podcasts today to uh, check the status of things. So I'm batting spider over at, uh, mm-hmm. over at Apple's ecosystem. The last review left for Bat and spider was back near the tail end of 2021. Oh my God. <laughs> now, if we could just get one more person, just kind of update and kind of refresh that algorithm, you know? Yeah. Like give give one for the old property management brothers. Yeah, Chuck let us know Dale. how we're doing. Uh, have we improved at all since twenty twenty one? Are we on an incline? Are we have we fallen off the face of the earth? What is it? Just tell us. Right. Just be honest. Just tell with us. Apple. Tell the Apple listeners because they're the only ones that matter, Dale. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I just wanted to say, Chuck, but I could see it on your face. Um, no, I don't care. I don't care. <laughs> until next week when uh, Chuck is over the fact that I brought up Apple Podcasts in his presence. <laughs> uh, go to batinspider.com. We love you. Join our Discord. We love you. Love you. Bye. theme song was created by toby forsman of whipsong music find out more at whipsongmusic.com this 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 is a tape deck podcast